0: Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast, mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. Let go of negative thinking and stop living for the weekend with your host, Fran Excel. Welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel, Mindset Coach, helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out your own way and live a life that you love. So today, big topic, guys, I'm talking about how we self-sabotage and how we overcome it. So like I said, forgive forgive me for, for sounding horrendous because I have a cold in June. <laughs> so what is self-sabotage? Is literally when you sabotage yourself, either consciously or unconsciously. So it's anything that gets in our way to achieving what we want to do. So it's something that we've put in our way ourselves. So this can be thoughts, actions, behavior, emotions, anything really that actively puts the kind on getting where we want to be. It's when you bump into conflict with yourself. It's your brain sort of keeping you in that nice and cozy little space inside your comfort zone. So the thing with self-sabotage is that although it will actively stop you achieving what you want to do, the, the little tricksy part of it is it's also your little protection mechanism for when you don't or if you don't. So it gives you all the reasons and excuses for why things haven't happened and internally, it lets you off the hook. So, number one, procrastination. What a surprise! It's the cavernous pit between intention and action. All right, you know you really want to do the thing, you just can't seem to make yourself but I've got you covered here as you well know if you've been with me for a while you can download my procrastination buster um I'll pop it in the comments and in the notes um, and it'll give you some of the core reasons behind why you're procrastinating how to push through it and then the bonus workbook for all the sticky moments to help you actually connect all those important dots behind why you're doing it in the first place and it'll coach you through and actually help you get the stuff done Woo-hoo! so, I hate to tell you, but you just have to take action. You can always read, bear with, (coughs) sorry, (laughs) disgraceful. You can listen more, get some more tips and tricks to get through procrastination with episode two. Um, Unless you're procrastinating by listening to that one too. In which case, stop. (laughs) So the next one is excuses. So these are a little tough to talk about because these are things where you have things that you have to admit to yourself that you're doing, that you're telling yourself. So excuses are great for making ourselves feel better about a situation. They kind of give us that permission to not take the action, makes it easier to live with not doing something and kind of tells you that it's not your fault, which is a tricksy one, because actually it kind of is. If you're not willing to to be honest about these things and the excuses that you're telling yourself, you're never going to get through them. But the moment you can create that awareness and that honesty, oh, my goodness, you can push straight through. So here's a few that may be keeping you stuck so you can see what I mean. I'm not clever enough. This was one of mine for a very long time. I actively told myself I wasn't clever enough and I was rubbish learning. So I didn't want to learn anything at all. I know exactly where that comes from now. So now it's very easy for me to push through. And learning is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things to do. Um, Another one is I don't have time. You know I've got you covered there. There's another episode on how to find time. But it is an excuse. The I'm not a confident person. Sorry, you're going to have to deal with this for this episode. (laughs) Sick little puppy. Uh, The I'm not pretty enough for that. All the I can'ts and the negative I am's, you know, all the I'm not enough, not enough this, not enough that. They're all rubbish and they're all changeable. Genuinely, they are all changeable. You just have to get honest with yourself. I have a ton of content that can blast all of these out the water. If you choose to take action on it, you just have to want to. I learned to push through every single one, so can you. So blaming other people and not taking responsibility is one of the biggest excuses that I see. But if you take that responsibility, it can be tough. It feels uncomfortable. But once you do it, you take back that control of your life and everything else that's coming to you. So the next way we self-sabotage is letting fear and mindset gremlins take hold. So we've talked about mindset gremlins a lot, the comparisonitis, the imposter syndrome, the overwhelm, all the different ways that we have these little voices in our head telling us that we can't do things because, you know, there are a million fears and mindset grammars that come up and stop us from taking any perceived risks or moving towards something that's in the unknown. The brain really likes certainty and all the things, like all the big things that you want to achieve don't come with that. (laughs) They do not come with that. Yet, there are ways... To create that certainty. A lot of it is down to evidence, which I've talked about before. But again, that's a whole other episode to have. You need to show your brain what is possible. Trust me, it gets easier and easier and easier to push yourself out of your comfort zone. So if you want more on fear, go to episode 11. If you want more on the mindset gremlins, the seven inevitable mindset gremlins that will come up, that's today's episode, episode 22. So the next part is not taking action. You must take action. You will get everything you want when you keep taking action. You can know all the things, but if you don't then do the thing, then you're wasting your time, your energy and effort. It's hard, I hear you, trust me. But you have to push through it and not listen to the what ifs and the maybes. And you just gotta get moving. Make a decision and just move. You just do the thing because the thing is as soon as you do it you grow in confidence and all those things that you want start to happen but when you stay there not taking that action you're gonna start feeling worse you're gonna be frustrated with yourself angry with yourself I know that's what I used to feel angry at myself for not doing the things I knew I could doing the things that I knew would move me forward all right so stop not taking action I can help you with that that's what I'm here for The next one is worrying about all the things that might happen. So as a recovering pessimistic worrier who struggled really badly with anxiety, you can absolutely nip this in the bud. Ask yourself my favorite questions when you find yourself worrying about something that hasn't happened yet. Who is it helping to think this way? Who is it harming to think this way? Do I have any control over this situation right now? What is the best and worst case scenario if I do do it? And what is the best and worst case scenario for my life if I don't do it? They always bring me back to where I need to be. So the next one is comparing yourselves to other people. So comparison, as you well know, is the thief of joy. Stop doing it. You're not comparing like for like. You never can. Never. You can look at people who have what you want and let it drive your ambition or let it stop you. But it's never the full story. And there will always be something that they do or have that doesn't sit right with you. There were people at the beginning of my journey, in inverted commerce that I followed. And, and I was like, oh, I want what they I want, what they've got. Why can't I have it? Why haven't I got it yet? And actually, when I look closer, there's a lot that they were doing that That didn't sit right with me. It wasn't in line with my values. It wasn't in line with what I wanted for my life. So that's when you start to learn these things. I'll do another episode on values soon, which will will require note taking. (laughs) But you do you. All right. There is no other option. There is no other you. So own it and stop comparing your tenth step to someone else's ten thousandth. All right. Next one: setting goals so unachievable that we're setting ourselves up to fail. This drives me bonkers. I know people always say, reach for the moon and you'll land among the stars, all right? And I'm a big believer in setting yourself lofty goals. You know, things that once upon a lifetime you may have felt were absolutely unachievable for you, but don't set them so high that they are actually unachievable and make you quit before you've even started. And then use that as an excuse to not try again. The A in smart goals is achievable. If someone else has done it, then you can. If someone else has done it, then you can do it. But don't try and run before you can walk. If you're just starting out and you say, I wanna make a million a million dollars or a million pounds in six months, you're kinda of setting yourself up to fail. But what you can do is, in six months, I wanna have everything set up to put my offer out there. You know, you can make money in that amount of time. There are unicorns that do it. But the whole six figures in six months thing, for me, It's quite a negative thing in the industry but that is again a whole other episode don't let these things stop you. if someone else has done it you can do it you could be one of those unicorns but make sure it is achievable all right so now i'm getting on to a little bit more practical stuff but super 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 important so number one you're not getting enough sleep this is huge this is a huge way that we self-sabotage your brain needs sleep okay do not buy into the hustle 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 mentality of you know 20 hour days sleeping three hours getting up and doing it all again it's, it's just bonkers you're, you're fighting against yourself by doing that yes it's work yes it's effort if you don't get enough sleep you know how you'll feel and how unproductive you'll be so try and be strict with yourself and get your eight hours. This for me is a non-negotiable. I always make sure that I am in bed for a minimum of eight hours. I shut minimum of eight hours. I know, I know how grumpy I get. I know how difficult I find things the next day drink when you're behind the wheel and you get sleepy like there's so many countless studies that say that when you're overtired you have the same capacity as somebody who's really drunk you can't run a business like that your brain needs to process your memories solidify your learning and recharge and that's what happens in sleep so you've got to let it then you can work at the best of your ability you need energy so please get sleep Sound like a mother. (laughs) So the next one is eating badly and drinking too much. I know that I'm at my least productive when I've had any alcohol. The next day it's genuinely like I can't achieve anything. I don't actually drink very much anymore because of this. If I'm celebrating or there's a special occasion, I will always be mindful of what work needs to be done the next day. And I'll use that as my booze barometer, as I call it. So for example, if... I know that I've got some work to do on Sunday. It's my friend's birthday on Saturday. So I'm going to go. I'm going to have a great time. But I'm not going to drink. And that's fine. You can have a couple as long as you're not driving. That's fine. Use your booze barometer. The eating element too. I'm consciously trying to be more mindful of what I eat and how I feel after I eat. Because I have a propensity to eat rubbish. I, it, it's, I've, I've been an emotional eater all my life. But when I eat rubbish, I feel rubbish. This is... It's my favorite way to self-sabotage, but I'm working on it and I know that I'll get there because I've overcome every other thing. So I know I'm going to get there, but these things take work and they are difficult to do on your own. Next one is not doing the things that we know we want and need to, and then regretting it. I always try to live by regret what you do, not what you don't do. But in all honesty, I don't have regrets anymore at all. Because I know there will always be a lesson in there somewhere. So the bottom line is, for me in particular, but I do feel this is probably common for most people, there is only regret in not taking action. So go take action. Top five regrets of the dying is wishing I'd done all the things. You know, regretting working too hard and not doing something that you love. The next one is fearing change. So there are a lot of fears. And like I said, with fear, go to episode 11 on this crazy entrepreneurial journey. But one you absolutely need to smash through is fearing change. A lot of this is linked to fear of success. The the underlying fear of the fear of success is a fear of change, a change in your relationship, a change in your circumstances, a change in friendships. It's going to happen. Stop focusing on what could be a change for the negative and focus on what could be a change for the positive. Okay, just start shifting that focus around. And the next one's analysis paralysis. How many of you have this? Okay, on this one, the only way through is to make a decision and take action. Common theme running through this one, right? You will drive yourself insane otherwise. Listen to your intuition about what is the right decision and make it. You're overcomplicating it. I was terrible for this. Take it back to basics. Get someone else to help you out of it if you know you struggle with this because this is a biggie. Hello, mindset coach right here. There are people out there specifically that you can hire to get you through these things and get you to that life that you want. Okay, stop ignoring it. (laughs) So the next one is not prioritizing. So getting stuck in research mode rather than doing something that may actually move the needle for you, getting to where you want to be. Getting into overwhelm when you have way too much on your plate. This one, again, requires a high level of honesty with what actually needs to be done and by when. Be honest about your priorities. Always ask yourself what would happen if this didn't get done at all. That is a really good indicator of whether you should do it or not. Analyze the best and the worst case scenarios if you do or don't do the task, and that will give you your priority. You can go to the episode on overwhelm action, which is episode 19, which will give you a load of other stuff as well. So being negative about ourselves and our situation. Oh, Goodness, this is a big one. Negative thoughts and emotions are going to get you nowhere fast. This is how I sabotaged myself for years. And it was something I really didn't actually like about myself because it spills out into all other areas of your life and you can feel that other people don't like being around you anymore. It can make you bitter and all sorts of other things that you don't want to be. So find your positive pants and kick this at the curb now. It's all possible. And you can go to episode twenty to find out more on that. There's a couple left couple left. Perfectionism. You will never achieve perfect. This is just another form of procrastination. Very pretty procrastination, but it is procrastination. So you need to let go of any fear you have behind something not being perfect and actually realize that most people relate to the imperfect, more human version of you anyway. So make that perfection instead. You know, so many people, when you're looking for perfectionism, they would have not gone live today when you're snotty and coffee and sore throaty and gross you know, who actually wants to listen to that? Well, you want to listen to that if I've got valuable things to say, right? (laughs) So the next thing you want to do is stop dwelling on the past. Past is gone. Future's not here yet. What do you actually have have control over? You can only control the present. Whatever's happened in the past, look for all the positives about it. What did you learn? Where did it lead you? If you can look at it with gratitude rather than resentment, then you're golden. Onwards and upwards for you, my friend. Okay? So, there's some of the most common ways that we self-sabotage. But I did not want to leave you high and dry. So, ways through self-sabotage. Talk to someone who's been there and overcome it. Stop trying to do it on your own. Okay? Seriously, stop trying to do it on your own, because you will get nowhere fast, unless you're a real action taker. So, in which case, Fine, there are some unicorns. There's a couple in the group. They are taking action left, right and center and they're changing their lives based off the back of you know things, things that I say. So become aware of when you're self-sabotaging and what is triggering it. Awareness is the key to change. It tends to stem from a lack of self-belief or low confidence. So that's what you need to work on. Just because you don't feel confident right now, that doesn't have to be your story forever. All of this stuff is your story right now. But it doesn't have to be forever. You can change it. The bottom line is you are in control of this. You are in the driver's seat and you can decide where you're going. You just have to want it enough. So what I want you to do is if you have been struggling with this stuff and you know you need someone to help you through it, book in a call with me if you haven't had one already and let's see how we can get you through it, okay? Because these resources are there for you. And if you are sick and tired of your own excuses, your own self-sabotaging, your own procrastination, it's time to go through it. In the meantime, I hope that was useful. And until next week, I will see you then. Bye.